Yeah, obviously this is a big weekend. Uh, we're excited about it every year. I think both sides are, fans are, coaches, players. So uh, anxious to get playing. And, you know, the hay is in the barn now. So it's just a matter of our players playing against their players and, and uh, playing some great baseball. Sorry, you the Just a housekeeping thing. Sanders, Hall, Mahoney, starting rotation? Uh, most likely, but you never know. Uh, we're still waiting to get uh, their rotation, so you generally don't want to release your rotation until you know you're getting the others as well. And there are a lot of guys that have played in this series before, your Sanders, your Halls, your Wimmers, but a lot of guys who will be in this lineup that haven't played the big role. What's kind of your message to them and how you tell them to maybe stem this and have an emotional release that's a little bit normal compared Just to most play series? baseball. I mean, we're going to play baseball. I mean, what's, what's better than that? You're getting to play baseball in front of big crowds. It's what they love to do. That's why they come to a place like South Carolina. So, you know, we're not going to use the word pressure. Pressure is what people feel that aren't prepared. These guys are prepared. They're talented. So we're going to go do the best we can and have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I was I was actually just going to ask about <coughs> managing yeah, to the punch there. <laughs> managing the 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 emotions uh, of it. I mean, because you have uh, guys on the team that have grown up around this rivalry, that have seen it, that have wanted to be a part of it. Is it is there a balance sometimes where it's like, hey, can you use this emotion a little bit, or is it you want guys to be even killed as much as possible? Yeah, I think each guy is different. You know, some guys some guys can use it to to maybe even have a sharper focus than normal some guys need to make sure that they don't make it bigger than it is because then you get overwhelmed i think each guy is different i think as coaches we're going to we're going to stay very even keel and just let them know that our job is to go out and be prepared and play solid baseball regardless of the opponent and it's just that right now there's more eyes on them when they're doing it but it's still pitching hitting running the bases all those things be right now. Big advantage or little advantage having a guy who with in the dugout with such intimate knowledge of their roster? I think we'll I think we'll find out in about four days, won't we? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how it could hurt us. I don't know how you can say that would hurt us having uh, having Monty here. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how how much of an impact it is. Mark, when you've played the kind of competition that you've played, besides walks and strikeouts on offense and defense, what's the stat that just pops out to you that makes you feel really good about your or best about your team right now? Well, I hopefully no disrespect to who we've played uh, based on how you started that question. Um, I think our job is to go out and play great baseball regardless of the opponent, and, and we've done that. What's, what stat? Well, I like the fact that we're hitting 322. I like the fact that we have a two ERA. I like the fact that our uh, fielding percentage is, is 972. We're 15 for 15 stealing bases. Um, we've only had 21 walks in 81 innings. Um, our opponents are hitting 166 against us. So look, those are all good numbers. Those are all good numbers. And we understand that uh, a lot of great teams are ahead of us on our schedule, but uh, I would never disrespect any team in college baseball right now because everybody is older, everybody is better than they've ever been. Same, I'm going to back Mike. Mark, your sixth Carolina-Clemson rivalry, I think, um, as the head coach here. What have you learned uh, in the five previous seasons about this rivalry? Just enjoy it. I mean, at the end of the day, I think early on you put so much pressure on yourself and you allow outside forces to put pressure on you. I mean, this is, this is a blessing. It's an opportunity, and we're going to enjoy it. That's what I've learned. Enjoy that you get to be a part of something like this. 
Uh, on Will, and we know he didn't throw in the fall. He's kind of been a little bit shorter the last few times. Is he built up yet? Is he ready? To, is he does he have the, the wheels off? I guess, or is he still on any kind of pitch count? No, I think he should be uh, he should be midseason form. You know, in terms of pitch count and all that stuff. So, I'd like to see him continue to uh, get better as he has the last few weeks. Um, but yeah, pitch count issue will be no different than it would be in the middle of the season. Now, right about 100 is where we let our guys go. Um, very rarely do they go much over that, and, and that'll be about the numbers we're looking at. And then Monty was talking yesterday about how consistency is the key after this hot start. How do you kind of go about building cons- consistency with this lineup as SEC play approaches? Yeah, consistency starts with preparation. You know, the preparation has to be the same regardless of the week, regardless of the opponent. Preparation uh, has to be consistent for performance to be consistent. So we're not going to do anything different this week other than what we've been doing. Um, And so that's where you're going to get your consistency. As it relates to our lineup, um, we're going to continue to, you know, try a thing here or there, whether it's the order, whether it's a a guy, you know, replacing a a guy that might be in a funk. Um, But for the most part, uh, we're going to try to be consistent with who we're playing and how we're getting ready. Just leadoff was always going to be kind of maybe a mix and match early. What have you seen? Where are you in that process right now? And what did you see from Will Tuesday night? In that yeah, spot? I liked I liked what Will brought to the table the other day. Obviously, when you hit a homer, your first at bat, you're going to like that. But he's an older guy. He's an experienced guy. Uh, he's we we say it all the time. He's he's a good first guy through the door kind of player um, to kind of show you the way. And he gives you veteran at bats. He gets on base at a you know a very high rate. Um, so I like to look at that. Doesn't mean it'll be there forever. Like we, I've said this many times in here, everything we do is current, not necessarily permanent. But I like to look at that. But doesn't mean we won't go back to a Carson Horning at some point, or you know anybody else. In the back, Rick. You talked about the importance of the players keeping their emotions in check. Is it tough for a coach to keep your emotions in check, especially so many eyes, so many, so much interest in this series, three games, three field ballparks. No, I don't think it is. I mean, maybe, maybe 10 years ago, maybe five years ago. But uh, I think as you get older, as you, as you have been through this many times, you just learn what's important and what's not important. And what's important uh, for coaches is to serve the needs of your players, keep their focus where it needs to be, focus on the things we can have an impact on, and shut out everything else. That's, I think, again, as you get more experienced and you get older, you start to learn those things. <clears throat> obviously, Sorry. it's uh, no problem. Obviously, a, a new twist with uh, Coach Backage there now uh, for Clemson. Not sure how much you've crossed paths with him in the past, but what, what's your sense of how a Backage coach team looks and operates and feels? Yeah, I mean, I think they're an athletic team. Uh, they like to run clearly. Um, I think they're still looking for their identity, but that's that's totally normal for a new coach. Uh, Eric and I crossed paths when he was a recruiter at Vanderbilt and I was a recruiter at Tulane. Uh, I don't think we've ever played each other as head coaches. So I don't know a whole lot about his history there. Um, but I know I know Clemson has, has good players and, and they'll be ready to go. In the middle, Phil. Well, you two head coaches aren't doing a good job with the weather right now. Hmm. Uh, have y'all talked about plans if it's a messy night up there tomorrow or whatever the case is? Yeah, everything is always on the table, Phil. Um, you try to have plan A, plan B, plan C, um, and then there will always be negotiations and disagreements and agreements on what the next step is, and then you just try to find what works best for both sides. Um, so there have been preliminary conversations on just in case if we can't play that game on Friday. Um, I would guess you'd see something similar to what happened a couple years ago. Um, uh, and I think that's where we are right now. Mark, from afar, what, what did you make of Coach Bakic's ability to get 
you know, a team from up north like Michigan into the Omaha finals. Yeah, it's very impressive. Um, anybody that gets anybody to Omaha is very impressive. It's it's harder than it's ever been to get to Omaha. And so to get a northern team up there, that, that definitely shows that you're doing some really good things. And, um, look, everybody's trying to get to Omaha. So whether it's a coach, whether it's a program, whether it's a player, anybody that's been to Omaha, you know, that, that earns respect. Back to your right, John. You mentioned they like to steal bases. Y'all haven't been great at throwing out guys just yet. Is it – how do you balance what they want to do running and, and getting your catchers going and also your pitchers at maybe keeping those guys a little bit closer? Yeah, it's just – it's the same thing you always talk about. It's either the pitchers have to do a good job of holding them, um, both in terms of the times to the plate and, and making sure your, your pitchers are not in an area of time where – uh, it encourages the other team to want to run. Uh, your catchers have to throw strongly and accurately, you know, 2-0 or better. Um, and you have to do a good job with your picks, you know, changing your changing your times. And we've had a couple pickoffs right now. So we've given up 10 stolen bases in nine games. That's not egregious, but it's also we want it to be better. Uh, so that's that's something we're constantly working on. Colin? Mark, you've kind of switched Evan Stone and, and Tippett a little bit there in center into that nine-hole spot. Neither great batting average wise but where do you feel like that spot is 10 games into the year and how do you evaluate those guys from an on-base percentage perspective and a defensive yeah well there's a big difference in the on-base percentage you know you don't have to be a rocket scientist to look at the stat sheet and see that Um, stone has the edge and experience clearly Um, uh, they're both very athletic they both can really go get the ball in center field you've seen that from both of them Um, so I think they'll both continue to get opportunities out there. Uh, who we go with uh, tomorrow, you know, we're still working through that. But uh, I don't think Evan Stone will hit 150 for the entire year. I think he's he's working extremely hard, and he will get it going again. Um, he's still found a way to get on base. He's still found a way to score 12 runs. So he's still bringing a lot of positive things to the table. Um, but him and Tippett, you know, we, we all know we want more production out of the nine hole there, whoever it is, and, and I'm confident we'll get it. Mike? Like you keep uh, talking about the, keeping the emotions in check, right? But does it feel different each each year coming into this series? I don't know that it feels different. I mean, it's just you're excited for it every year. So, I mean, does Christmas feel different every year? I mean, maybe. Maybe you have better expectations some years than others. Um, but it's something you look forward to and, and you enjoy being a part of it every year. Does it make a difference coming into this series in on any kind of streak? You know, last year Clemson had a had a nice winning streak. This year, not not so much. They've lost a few in a row. Y'all have got a nice one. Does it make, matter at all? I don't think so, John. I mean, Jim Leland said momentum is your next day starting pitcher. So I, I'm a big believer in that. How them or us played in the past has nothing to do with how we'll play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So at the end of the day, it's going to be who who makes pitches, who gets clutch hits who makes the routine plays, who handles uh, tough situations in close games. That's what it's about. And I think when, when you have a series like this, a rivalry as strong as this, you can throw out records, you know, and it's just going to be about who plays better this weekend.